0: Still bad. Soft pee, like sit down, not stand up, right? Yeah, yeah. Like a like any self-respecting man, you should sit when you pee. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, yeah, we should get into this uh, thing. All right, you ready? Yeah. Let me mark. Cue the intro music. Dunce, 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 dunce. That's not at all what is it is. <laughs> Welcome to the Brightside
0: Podcast.
1: Welcome to the Brightside Podcast. I'm Stu. And I'm Ben. Well, hello, everybody. Howdy. Welcome. Uh Glad to have you. Yeah, we're glad that you're here. Glad to be here with Ben. Glad to hear with you. Be here with you, pal. <laughs> if I could reach across and give you an old pat on the back.
0: Oh, you know, pat on the back. Yeah. Yeah, I would do... I would uh, let you pat me on the back. Um, I feel proud of myself because it's early and we're here and we're and we're doing it. Yeah, you uh, woke up way early today. I woke up early today. So did you. And that's life. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So we're actually... In our second recording location mm-hmm. today, are we not? Which is we are in your spare room in the basement, in my spare room um, in the basement, spare um. and on my old dining table. Which I actually prefer this recording lo- locale. Yeah, yeah. If we're being totally honest with is it ourselves, is it the lighting? Is it the? I ambience? think it's. I think it's like the fact that we're. This is gonna sound bad, but it's not. Like you can tell that we're in a basement, right? Because like the windows are higher, yep. the ceilings mm-hmm. are a little lower. And it just feels more like a recording studio. Yeah, I would agree with that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So that's it. That's the only reason. Yeah, and I, I like that it's cooler down here, and um, mm. there's a nice coolness. There's a cool. There's a real cool thing going on. Cool, cool. There's a cool blue. Na, 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 na. You ever listen to Japanese House, the band? They're not Japanese. Um, no, because I like good music. Dude, they're good. <laughs> they're good.
1: Um, yeah, no, I'm sure they are.
0: All right, so ha- how's your week been? Pretty good?
1: My week has been g- good, good. That's I can't awesome. believe it's already uh, Wednesday. You know? It is, yeah. I did have Monday off from work because I had uh, some friends come in from out of state, so my week's already shorter, but um,
0: I mean, as far as work goes. But yeah, man, what about you? Yeah, it's been good. It's weird. It feels like... It feels like a short week that it's already wednesday but it also feels like it was a really long time ago that we recorded the last episode uh yeah I would agree you know that that's a yeah so, so it's kind of weird i'm kind of stuck in the matrix stuck in the mates dude i had a crazy glitch in the matrix moment yesterday what happened i was driving uh-huh and i was taking some pizza to some friends okay and this cop was like driving behind me but in the <laughs> other lane you were taking pizza to friends. Yeah. Um, I'm not <laughs> so, I, I'm
1: not a pizza delivery driver. I just, <laughs> they were just sick. You're, you're, yeah. yeah. You're the perfect guy. Whenever I envision any of my friends taking pizza to friends, it's it's you. I, I mean, can't who would want to open just... the door and see this <laughs> space
0: with a box of pizza?
1: Uh, it, okay, so there was a police officer. There was a
0: police officer in the lane next to me yeah. and like a little bit behind me. And so I was like, yeah, all right, let's slow down a little bit. Mm-hmm. Let's go the speed limit, all that. Let's very, stop breaking the law. Let's stop breaking the law. And, dude, I was like, I looked straight ahead. Mm-hmm. It was five seconds, if that. And I looked back in the mirror, and he was just gone. Dude. And I was like, is he in the blind spot? <laughs> no, not in the blind spot, not behind me. I He wasn't in a turn lane anywhere. And there's no way that he could have turned like off the road that fast given where we were. It was so weird. I was like, he just he disappeared. That's that's the conclusion. Yeah. And I mean it's a glitch gone. in the matrix. I, I didn't I don't know how to explain it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what can what else can be said? Uh I think maybe it's possible that you were looking forward for longer than five seconds perhaps and he no, turned off.
0: No. I timed it.
1: You timed it. <laughs> yeah, that is those moments are weird. Um, that happened. That happened to me yesterday. The same exact thing. Okay, what there time? was a police officer. What time? No, I'm kidding. Oh. It didn't happen to me at all. <laughs> um, That's stupid. But yeah. something in principle similarly happened yesterday. So um, I was, you know, working, and I don't know what happened. I thought it was like nine in the morning or something, and I looked down at the clock, and it's like eleven forty. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Which happens often, but yesterday was.
0: Yesterday was set apart. That happens to me like every day now because teleworking, you don't get as, I don't think I get as bored teleworking because- Because you've got like Formula One racing on the background. (laughs) Yeah. Well, you can have like a podcast or a movie or something. Yeah. So when work is slow, Hmm. you're not just like sitting there- Banging your head against a wall. Yeah, you're doing something else that is just killing your brain cells. <laughs> and uh, right. and so yeah, I. Time flies. Time flies when you're not having fun. Hmm. <laughs> and you can take that to the bank, kiddos. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, your daily
1: dose of brightness. <laughs> Should we? Uh, wham bam. Uh, slam dunk. That wham did, that wham- bam. Rhyme. Thank you, Stu. Okay. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think we should uh, get into a thing that we like to call
0: news, uh, news, news. Who should go first? The ridiculous news, or the- I think the ridiculous news should. All go right, first. all right. Yeah. That's what that's kind of what I thought. That's yeah. where I thought we were going with this. Okay, you've Ben's got ridiculous news this morning. I've got for ridiculous you. news today, and hey, it's ridiculous. So I got this article from DeftWire.com. Um, shout out to the CrossPolitik crew. And they got it from not the bee. So all good news comes from not the bee. At the end of the day. The moral of the story. Headline, I found the most woke tweet of the Super Bowl, and I feel the author deserves an award. This is an incredible tweet. It is from Eliza Orleans, who is certified. Watching the hashtag Super Bowl and seeing so many people in one place is making my heart race. This feels unsafe. And I guess I'm rooting for the team with the racist name over the team with the Trump-loving QB in a sport that still hasn't apologized to Colin Kaepernick, dot, 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 hashtag, S-B-L-V.
1: Oh, my gosh. Okay. All,
0: what is your phone doing? I don't
1: know. It's like it started talking about <laughs>
0: <Just> Swipe up <laughs> and pause. It
1: started talking about the Second Amendment. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea why. It's just going on. Why don't you just turn the volume down? Uh, that's a good point.
0: This is professionalism. Why did it? (laughs) (laughs)
1: Well, sorry to derail your story. Oh, it's okay. It's okay.
0: I mean, really, like, the tweet speaks for itself. So this lady, uh, Eliza Orleans, she's a lawyer in New York City. Yep. She's a candidate for Manhattan District Attorney. Mm -hmm. And this is crazy. She's a former contestant on Survivor and The Amazing Race. How do you get on both of those shows? I think you've got a pretty good chance of getting on both the shows if you've been on one. Really? It makes sense to me. Yeah, they're like the same sort of thing. Well, all right, all right. Let's let's look through some of the points that not the bee wanted to emphasize about this tweet before I share my own thoughts because I have a few. Okay. <laughs> um, here are some of the elements in this one little nugget of wokeness: virtue signaling the, the dangers of human life during the age of the Rona, mentioning that you feel unsafe at least once noting how racist something is to show you're an intersectional ally in the struggle against patriarchal white colonizers, taking a shot at orange man bad, <laughs> invoking the names of his holiness, St. Kaepernick, who footballs the best in the land and shall be forever praised, a woman. Um, it is worth noting that she forgot to mention LGBTQ plus players, how football contributes to climate change, or the phrase white privilege. So... She did miss some things <laughs> i I and I have a few thoughts, or do you have any thoughts do you have any like reactions to that before um I? well my first reaction when I heard
1: Colin Kaepernick was a big huge eye roll which you missed because you were reading and that's understandable but oh, that guy
0: I mean he's basically his afro' dope let's get let's credit where it's due he's got great hair oh. I don't even know about that. Teach his
1: own. <laughs> Hairstyle wise. Teach his own. Yes, yeah, so that's kind of my thoughts about Kaepernick. And do you think that this, this, what's her name? Eliza. Eliza, not Minnelli. Corlins. <laughs> Corlins. Um, I almost wonder since she's been on these reality type TV shows, if she feels this sense of, of, uh, like, she's got this higher platform to be able to speak for. I mean, obviously.
0: She is certified on Twitter, so she definitely has a Got big, that blue check. But I, she's also running for district attorney in Manhattan. So what else are you going to do? What could go wrong? Like, that's her whole campaign is that one tweet. Right. And she'll probably win. She'll win. Also, her names her last name's Orleans, not Corlins. That's my bad.
1: Maybe she should run for district attorney of Louisiana and live in New Orleans.
0: Maybe she should run for district attorney of Loseriana and stop saying stupid things on Twitter. Louisiana is a fine place. <laughs> yeah, Louisiana. No, it's not. <laughs> have you ever been there? Yeah, I have, actually, yeah, it's and garbage. it was horrible.
1: Um, the whole state. The weather was terrible. Anyways, yeah, back to this gal, Eliza.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I I tweeted this the other day, and I'll stand by it. Well, so when I tweeted it, I said I hope that this happens. Are you certified on Twitter? Uh, yeah, oh. to like my sixty followers. <laughs> <laughs> All right. After reading this this tweet and looking at more headlines this week, though, I feel more confident that this will be the case. Then in ten thousand years, humans are going to look back at like this decade, yeah, or maybe you know the teens into the twenties, yeah, as the moment that uh that pagan science and worldview Mm -hmm. like takes Mm -hmm. its consistency Mm -hmm. to the bottom and loses all its credibility because it offers you absolutely nothing i mean look at what this woman had to do just to virtue signal she has to remember all of the big things that are going on in the world right she has to make sure that she uh that she comments on them from what you know the news is saying is the right side of history and all of it, it the foundation of all of it is fear and despair. It would be a little bit different, I think, if she was doing all this and the foundation was one of like just pure superiority and victory and happiness, even if it was like faux happiness, yeah, but they're not even hiding the fact that having this worldview makes your life suck. So one
1: thing that I, Definitely did not anticipate coming down the pipeline like anytime soon, if not ever, was th- that kind of criticism towards an entity who has been, you know, pretty anti-American for the past few years. Anyways, has applauded um, anti-American movements. Talking about um, the NFL. Talking about the NFL. Okay. Okay. Yeah, <clears throat> should have led with that. Um. But isn't that crazy? Yeah. How how quickly they'll spin it
0: just to fit their um not just their
1: narrative, but their agenda really.
0: Well, it's cuz co- private companies aren't private anymore. They Yeah. Like they have to answer for all of the private opinions of each of their and employees. And private citizens aren't private anymore. That's true. It's like Tom Brady he was a Trump supporter. Yep. The NFL has to answer for Tom Brady being a Trump supporter now. Right that's their worldview. Yep. They, they can't just say like, what do you want us to do? He's doing a fine job. He's right. He's respecting his, right. his teammates. And I'm sure you saw all the things coming out. Like when
1: he was walking into the stadium or whatever with face unsheathed with, yeah, no face <laughs> mask. And they're like, I can't believe that he did that. What kind of message is he sending? And yeah. Like had who people cares? From the other side, like well, he's clearly sending a message. This is his message. And right. Yeah. Who cares? Who, um,
0: who cares? Why does anyone what is that,
1: care? Why is it newsworthy? Um, I thought it was funny for sure. Me too. I was glad that he did it. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know, man. It's just, uh, it's, it's, here's the deal. I feel like maybe not as, uh, uh, this is not as potent the NFL and their effects on the past, on, on the country and influence in the past four years is not as potent as the BLM movement was this last year, I would argue. Um, but this sort of thing that's happening would be like the left turning on the BLM movement. Yeah, yeah. Right.
0: When and that's the whole point. They all it's eat just like, each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They do. It's just like it's I I can't keep up with it. I mean the the left eats its own. You see that with J.K. Rowling right now. She's just not woke enough. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Dumbledore is gay. They're Snape her is down. Snape is trans, right. but she's just not yep. woke enough. Yep. And so they're shutting her down. Right. They 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 leave no one to actually, like, continue their worldview. Right. And uh, I was trying to think of a parallel of, of that idea of, like, you impose the sin of the individual uh-huh. on the entity. Uh-huh. That's like the church. Right. So we live in a covenant. The, the church is a covenant uh, relationship. Mm-hmm. So when you become a member of the church, that church kind of carries your sin. If you If you have, like, unrepentant sin then we believe that that is going to show up in the church and there is responsibility for that that's why the elders are supposed to keep watch and you know church discipline and all that good stuff and so in a way it's not quite it's not quite like this but in a way you know if i'm well actually it is like this if i'm going around like committing adultery and it's obvious what does that say about refuge church right that says a lot of bad stuff about it. and the church elders like should to some degree, answer for that. Yep. It's not there. They're not committing adultery, but they are they're ignoring, abdicating their responsibility. Yeah, they're abdicating. So, this is a religious tweet. It's just that the church now is all of society, I guess. The yeah. church now is the government, the church is the left. Yeah. And so, if you aren't like submitting to the will of what the church says is good, in this case, it's just all of society, then you have to be given. Discipline. That's why Tom Brady, uh that's why the NFL has to answer for Tom Brady. Yeah. Because Tom Brady is a church member, even if he doesn't want to be. Right. And he's sinning against the church, the left of the church. The you, church of the left. Even though this is his <laughs> what? How many Super Bowl wins now does he have under his belt? Like seven or something <laughs> like that? I don't know. He's basically Michael Jordan. Yeah. And this tweet is discipling. Um she's virtue signaling her way into approval of the people, but she has a big audience and she's a, she's a, a, I think a younger woman. She's very successful. I mean, she's a lawyer, you know, she's really smart. And, um, a lot of young girls are going to be looking up to her. And so she's going to use stuff like garbage like this to just disciple the next generation. You know
1: well the good news is for my daughter in particular um, and any future daughters that I might have um, that they're, they're just gonna point and laugh yeah oh, yeah <laughs> at women like Elias um, her name is Eliza Eliza <laughs> well we've got <gotten laughs> there her you name go. wrong like eight times there you go shes like that meme we were talking about the other night
0: right from Mad Men? oh yeah yeah oh I think that you're such a horrible person well I don't I, think about I don't you think at about all you at all I want to do that to someone, <laughs> so bad someday.
1: That would be a good tweet for
0: uh, what's her name again? Eliza. Eliza. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Eliza. Alicia. I wanted to say. Do you have any more thoughts? I have like a. I mean, this is the bright side. So I have like a. You have a good. You have. An I have actual, a positive. You have a good thing to say about. Yeah, this yeah, 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 yeah. And but <laughs> if you have any other thoughts, I don't want to like end it. You know. No,
1: I mean that's that's a lot to unpack. Um, initially, not. I mean, all of what you said. It's not the first thing that came to mind when I read this or when I listened to you. Um, The first thing that comes to mind is that it's so dumb. It's insane. One, it was so dumb. But two, the second thing and the bigger thing that sticks out um, is, again, that they're they're, going to be so quick to or they are so quick to turn their back on something that they've applauded for. You know, it could be they could be applauding it for a month or they could be applauding
0: it for years. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Longevity doesn't matter. Um, what matters is that you continually conform to the new standard that they're putting out. And yeah, it's, and that and it's a daily, daily. It's a daily shift, man. Yeah, yeah. Can't no one can keep up. That's why they eat each other. Yep. So the the ray of hope is that, uh, and this is like you know a bit of a reach, but it would be awesome to see something like this in Ezekiel. I think it's like Ezekiel thirty four or thirty two. God, so he's talking about the remnant returning to Israel and God raises up Gog out of the north. It's Mm -hmm. this like collection of nations. Yep. Come out of the north and he's talking about how there's just this big multitude and it's crazy and it, I mean, it's so specific that like God raises them up, Gog, to go attack Israel. Yeah. And then God just wipes them out. Right. Like they get to Israel and then Mm -hmm. God's like dead and they are just slaughtered. And so this is such an incredible, uh, it speaks so highly of how God reveals himself to his people that he's willing to raise up this whole nation just so that his people get a little bit afraid you know, he's willing to, and, and it's part of Israel's judgment in a way that like, there is this big nation and they're yeah. coming against them and they're, yeah. and he's pronouncing judgment, but he's like, but you will be delivered yeah. at my hand. Right. So it's like reminding his people mm-hmm. that who goes to battle for you, who goes up to bat for you. It's not you. You're like the weakest of the people. And we, and as Christians, we should be the ones who remember more than anybody else that we are the weakest of yeah. the people. Like, yeah. Not weakness in a sense that we should be throwing pity parties or this faux sense of like meekness, mm-hmm. but it's never by our own strength. It's always by the grace of God yeah. and by His strength. And His right hand is strong enough to obliterate an entire nation of people with a breath, you know. Yeah. And so times are crazy right now. Uh, there's no hiding that, but maybe this is maybe this is God keeping us from our enemies. You know, this this is God winning. Joe Biden in office, Kamala Harris probably gonna be president. Like that is Jesus putting his enemies under his feet somehow. So that's it. That's it really. And this tweet that is just a perfect slice of how ridiculously stupid our society is, this is Jesus putting his enemies under his feet. And even if it means that when all said and done Future generations get to look back and see, like, look at what God is doing. How did they miss it? And look at how stupid they were. <laughs> you know, maybe, maybe stuff like this, times like this, is just a gift for future generations be. Yeah. to look back on and be like, man, God provides. And look how dumb. Right. Like, we should, we need to pity the non-Christian because look at that. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Anyway, that's sort of the the positive spin. God is good. And he is in control. I'm into
1: that. Um, man, that's good stuff. Thanks, dude. Way too, uh, yeah. Yeah, good stuff. Well done. Um, well,
0: all, there you go. All that from a tweet. Food for thought,
1: folks. Um, well, I think that's that's it. That's <laughs> the end of the show. <laughs> Thank you guys for joining us today. Uh, so you have some good news. I have some good news. Yeah. Um, Let's get let's get into it. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyways, yeah. So the good news um, is just kind of a general, uh, bigger sort of thing, um, and you'll see what I mean when I start talking about this. So I want to talk a little bit about um, Jeff Durbin uh, and all the great work that he's doing, and all the folks over there at Apologia um, Church. Um, in regards to ending abortion. Not just ending abortion, but abolishing it and criminalizing it. Um, so, yeah. So, obviously, um, for anybody who's been keeping up with them, they've been going to um, Oklahoma City, OKC, to okay. um, have these, like, abortion rallies, right? Mm-hmm. These abortion abolition rallies. Yeah. Um, And Jeff's been faithful to this for I don't know how many years. It's been a long time, though. Um, And we finally got some good folks in office there. It seems to be like we've got some good folks in office that could make some actual change. Um, Some people have uh, introduced some legislation that would um, ban abortion, not only ban it, but criminalize it if it were passed. Probably won't pass, um, only by the the amazing works of the Lord, would that ever happen? Yeah, yeah. Which is totally possible. Totally. Um, But that's the gist, right? That's my whole thing in that we've got, um, in these crazy times that we find ourselves in, we've got faithful leaders in the church. Yeah. Um, The church might be a little bit broken. Uh, Faithful leaders might be few and far between. But the ones who are faithful, I mean, they're faithful. They're like really faithful. (laughs) So... I just want to read um, from First Timothy, <coughs> chapter three, talking about the qualifications of uh, overseers. And oh yeah, pastors, elders. Um, so the, the saying is trustworthy. If anyone aspires to the office of overseer, he desires a noble task. It's odd that he, it keeps saying he.
0: Well, yeah, it's almost as if it's gender specific. That's odd. We might come back to that later. I just spit all over the microphone. Uh,
1: Therefore, an overseer must be above reproach, the husband of one wife, sober-minded, self-controlled, respectable, hospitable, able to teach, and not a drunkard. Not violent, but gentle, not quarrelsome, but a lover, of, uh, not a m- lover of money. He must manage his own household well with all dignity, keeping his children submissive. For if someone does not know how to manage his own household, how will he care for the God's church? He must not be a recent convert, or he may become puffed up with conceit and fall into the condemnation of the devil. Moreover, he must be well thought of by outsiders so that he may not fall into disgrace, into a snare of the devil. Um, Now, it's important to read this in context. Outsiders definitely doesn't mean pagans. Definitely doesn't mean, uh, I don't even remember her name anymore from the tweet. Eliza. Eliza. Uh, not those kind of outsiders. We're talking about outsiders that are in the church. Right. Other yeah, Christians. Yeah, yeah. Um, so Jeff, Pastor Durbin, he is definitely all of these things above approach. Um, and so it's really, when I sit here and I think about all these things that are happening, particularly in our country, right? Because I don't know, I think too, too many times we, we tend to view that as the world. Yeah. What is happening domestically here. Um, and, you know, I think there's some merit to that. It makes sense. That's what we're dealing with on the day-to-day. It um, has direct impacts a lot of times in our lives. Um, but, you know, just in these conversations that you and I have had, Ben, with uh, trying to build this legacy for our generations, a, a, a legacy that lasts, that's durable, that's um, not going to succumb to the elements or the the, you know, the ebbs and flows of this world. Yeah. <clears throat> and so I, I, look at all these things and try to try to, you know, <laughs> decide what's going on and what I should be doing for my family. And I look to leaders uh, like Jeff. I look to leaders like, you know, our pastors here at refuge. I look to leaders uh, like the good folks up at Moscow, Idaho. Um, and it's just encouraging. Yeah. Yeah. It's just good stuff. It these is. Are, these are faithful men. Um, faithful to the word. Faithful to their duty, their office, um, and they're a great example. So, um, with that, yeah, it's kind of a general thing. Um, That's awesome. Uh, you know, anybody listening to this hasn't, like, checked out anything of Apologia <coughs> Studios in regards to abortion or, you know, go to in, uh, Um They've got a lot of great stuff on there. But I go mean, in, Apologia's go, YouTube yeah. channel, any of this stuff. Apologia Studios, um, all their podcasts are excellent it's just going to give you a lot of encouragement especially yeah. if you are really saturated with today's news and all of the nutso stuff going on cuz <laughs> there's a lot of it there's a good bit yeah um, but anyways
0: that's what i had um i don't know what do you have any no the only thing that i could think of was cuz you were saying that the you know the church is small right now in america the like the really faithful churches are yeah. a, there's not that many. right? Um, but man, like we look in scripture at at these prophets, like specifically the prophets, but really the apostles at the beginning of church history as we know it. Mm-hmm. The church was so tiny and it was so oppressed and it was like battling heresies left and right.
1: But think of the,
0: the think ones of who the were leaders. in it. Oh man, yeah. Like you had <clears throat> all the apostles... I mean, these guys were. Think about it. They walked with Jesus.
1: They were with Jesus during His ministry. Yeah, right? and then you have Paul, who like <laughs> who, who,
0: was not with Jesus during His ministry, <laughs> but he made up for it. <laughs> oh man, Paul! And and like that's what ha- that's what God does. Like God is in the business. Yep. Of insurmountable odds. Yeah. And then just crushing. Which, like, by Ches- the way, Chesterton had this quote. Sorry, I, I, no, no, go before ahead. I forget it. Chesterton had this quote that was like. It was something I'm paraphrasing, like the the one glimpse of perfection, yeah. the one window of the divine yeah. that we get in this life, yeah. is to fight a losing battle and win. Yeah, like, yeah. God is in the business of doing that, mm-hmm. you know. And so when the church is on the ropes, the leaders may be few, but God blesses the church with strength and and resolve. That's that's even way more so than when the church is you know, seemingly doing really well and thriving. I was also
1: going <clears> to, <throat> I was also going to say that, um, um, if you haven't already listened to it, uh, or read about it, you should look into Pastor Durbin's, uh, testimony, his past life. Yeah. Um, whew, it's insane. It's so good. Um, anyways. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I think an abortion, um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. On that note, uh, let's, let's end abortion. When well, I get think a, a word um, from our
0: sponsor, I'm going to take a
1: break. We're See ya. Are
0: you concerned about the impotent, relativistic, weak old chowder the pagan world is feeding you and your family? Do you want to train your kids to submit in every facet of life to the Lordship of Christ? Do you want your kids to be equipped with the mind and fighting spirit needed to set sail for Eden and make disciples of all the nations on the way? Then you need classic Christian education. Here in Ogden, Utah, foot soldiers of the kingdom are being educated to be boys and girls, future men and women, who are intelligent and wise, ready to love God with all their minds for all their days at St. Brendan's Classical Christian Academy. Offering kindergarten through 12th grade levels of education to servants of Christ in the new Christendom, Check out St. Brendan's Classical Christian Academy and start training your kids in obedience to God. Ahoy and chop chop. (laughs) Welcome back. (laughs) Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. We're so
1: glad to have you with us. It's Brittany. We We. We were making farm animal noises. Um... Not for any particular reason. Well, you know, because it's morning. Yeah. It's Wednesday. Yeah. I go to we, 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 Wednesday. noodle, dude. <laughs> you know, I really hate the spelling of Wednesday. Me Wednesday. Too. Wednesday. It's like February. I can't spell any of the months
0: either. Particularly, really only two of them I January can't spell June and June. February. <laughs> All right. Uh, <clears throat> dude, let me tell you something.
1: What made you. Hold on. Let me, yeah, let me yeah. ask you something Ask real me quick. the question. What made you go ticky ticky? What made you? What got you going? What got you up? What got your blood flowing? What got your heart beating? We'll put a big old grin on that face. What made that mustache above your upper lip
0: curl up a little <laughs> bit more with your smile? Mexican blankets. Oh yeah, check this out. So we have two Mexican blankets. A red one and a yellow one.
1: What ma- what makes a Mexican blanket? I'm not. It's I, the I, design, I, I think. Well, the
0: material, too. Like, they have that, they're that, uh, that, like, really almost itchy weave. Are they the same type of thing as, like, a Navajo
1: blanket? Like a...
0: Yeah, the ones that have the design that, like, (laughs) with the diamonds. (laughs) Yeah, the ones with the design. No, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I got you. I got you. I think so. I think it's With the stripes? Uh Uh-huh. And do they have, like, the frilly things on the end? And it's, like, thick? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay, yep. The tassels? Yep. Not really tassels, but... I mean, I that, don't know. What that I mean. word's so yeah. weird to me. Um, Mexican blankets made me super stoked this weekend. Uh-huh. Uh, pretty much only because, oh, there's your daughter. Yeah, she's, she's waking up. Uh, because my cats love them. Mm-hmm. And so Allie gets, like, really hot at night since she's pregnant, and she has the pregnancy pillow thing. Yeah. And so we turn the, the heat way down. Mm-hmm. Which means that I have to wear an extra blanket and I choose Mexicans so that my cats will sleep with me. <laughs> <laughs> and it totally works, man. Like, Do they like lay on top of you? Or oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so the little one, Pepper, yeah, yeah. she lays like across my feet. Uh-huh. Colson will lay on my chest, but I can only take that for so long because yeah. he's like a bowling ball. He's massive. He's enormous. So he'll, I eventually like push him off and he just gets right at like, Tucked right up against me on the side, dude, so awesome. (laughs) Like, there's something so comforting about just, yeah. I don't know, just having your cats sleep on the bed with you. (laughs) (laughs) And I and I owe it all to the Mexican blanket. This is the Mexican blankets are uh, what attracts them. Yeah, so it's probably going to be a year-round thing. Now I'm going to just blast the AC in the summertime so that I can. Hit wear up, a Mexican blanket. Hit up that Mexican blanket. Nice. It's a good uh, use of your monies. Yeah. There's also that gas station. We bought one of them from uh, this gas station in like New Mexico. Uh-huh. Do you know the one that I'm talking about by chance? It's huge. No. <laughs> and the, so it's no. like the only thing for 50 miles around. Okay. And it's, it's like a Costco. Okay. It's like one of those deals. It's kind of like a... It's like a travel sitter or something.
1: Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. And
0: all they sell are, are like these Navajo mixed? blankets yeah. and yeah. parkas. Yeah. So we bought a few and Did I'm forever I'm forever grateful to that gas station. Do you mean uh you don't mean parkas? You mean like ponchos? No, like parka. Like uh like you drape it over it's like a blanket that you wear. Isn't that a parka? Well, a poncho keeps you. It, a poncho keeps you dry. Mexican blanket's are not going to keep you dry. <laughs> it's got to be a parka.
1: <laughs> I don't, I, I'm pretty sure a parka. This is a
0: secretariat warhorse situation. Is a
1: tech, yeah, you're right. Um, but I, I think in this case, you're the one thinking getting them mixed up. Um,
0: no, a poncho is something <clears throat> that you, you keep from the rain. Or that he keeps you from the rains. <laughs> who who do you know that wears a parka? Nobody. Okay. Who do you know that wears a parka? Nobody, because I don't live in Alaska. Well, I'm, yeah, I'm not an Eskimo. So they sell those. No, 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 no. Like the thing that what's his name wears in Emperor's New Groove*. What's his, What's the big? What's the big guy's name? Not yeah, Kong, not I know who Kong, you're talking you about. Know? You're not talking about Cusco. I'm not talking about Isma. Cusco's poison. Poison for Cusco. Poison Cusco. No, I'm talking about you're really good at the crock voice. <laughs> uh, um, he wears a he wears a parka. I don't think that's a parka. It is a parka. <laughs> you're very confused. Anyway, Mexican blankets um really uh really uh they loosened my flame. belt loop this week, you know, like a like a after a good meal, you're just very satisfied. Got to loosen the belt and kick back. Yeah, that's who I'm talking about.
1: So you think that's a a parka? That's a parka. Hmm. It's not a poncho. Mm-hmm.
0: What's that guy's name? Uh, his name's Pacha. Oh, that's right, Pacha. Yeah, Pacha rhymes with parka. No, it doesn't, doesn't. rhyme with poncho. It's no poncho. And lefty, he are, is wearing a poncho. No, he's not. That's what it is. Well, regardless, if you want your cats to sleep, park with is you, like a big warm coat that the, the, typically has
1: fur on the hood. No, you but would like wear a it, parka,
0: maybe. but like it's just a originally poncho. a parka is a blanket that you wear. Okay, it's like the original snuggie. Mm, yeah, yeah, sure. All that to say, if you want your cats to sleep with you, get a Navajo blanket. They'll do it. So is it a Navajo blanket or is it a Mexican blanket? I've always just called them Mexican blankets, but now I'm thinking it's a Navajo blanket. That sounds that sounds like the more technical name. <laughs> so I'm just going to go with that. But I think we all know what I'm talking about.
1: I yeah, yeah. We have uh well, I don't know. We had two of them that we got from I want to say some of our friends got us one and we picked up one somewhere and we uh it was a great like beach blanket. Yeah. They're super durable. Yeah. So we've taken it camping, uh, we took it to the Great Lakes when we were in Michigan, um, and now pretty much it sits outside. <laughs> uh, Good for picnics. On our picnic table. Yeah.
0: So, yeah, they're cool. Well, Stuby. I'm glad they gave you joy, man. Yeah, they gave me a lot of joy. I was like, this is so nice, just yeah. sleeping with the kitties. Yeah. Man. I got a question for you. Shoot. What uh, What started in your toes and made you crinkle your nose this mm. week? Mm. What got your heartbeat a little bit high, Mm. but not too high? Yeah. What made your fingers go twitch twitch out of joy? And most of all, what made you smile? Yeah, well, those are great questions. Um,
1: Smoking. All right. So (laughs) Black and mild? So there you go. Uh, No, (laughs) not back in my high school, dude. Yeah, dude, like a good cigar, like Mm. a good, you know, $10 $10 and up cigar mm. um, or just a really good uh, pipe. Yeah. So, yeah, I quite enjoy smoking uh, a lot. And yeah, you know, different theologians did it. So, uh, there you go. I'm justified. C.S. Lewis. It's holy. Tolkien. Um, Tolkien was a great pipe smoker. Oh, he, he looked so good. So, um,
0: I've never... Spurgeon. Yeah. Spurgeon. I... I've never smoked a cigar or a pipe or anything. Hmm. So, what is? How do you smoke a cigar? Let me ask you this. Well, like, you, what do you do? do you, you first, you get it. You cut the tip off. The I'm end saying off I'm, goes I'm, in your we've mouth. done all
1: that. It is in our mouth. Okay, and then you get a lighter. Uh, you light the opposite end from your mouth. It's <laughs> it's, it's lit. lit. We're ready to go. We're ready to puff. <laughs> so, like, what do we do? So, what are you? You're asking how do I handle the harsh smoke? Yeah, because because like filling my lungs.
0: I've I've taken a puff before, mm-hmm. but I don't know if I did it right. Because so what happened when you when you did it? Well, I can't really remember. It was so long ago, <laughs> it was that bad of an experience. But I remember thinking this is garbage. Why oh, would really? I? Wouldn't. But it was a nice cigar. Did you inhale it? That's the that's the thing. Of course I did. I breathed in. So that's the problem. You don't inhale it. Well, you have to breathe in a little bit. No, because you're blowing no, no, smoke no. out of your mouth.
1: No. No. What do you do? So when you're swimming, think about it like this. This is the best way I've ever explained it to anybody. You're swimming, you're underwater, and you want to get a mouthful of water. You don't inhale the water, otherwise you would drown.
0: <laughs> so you just suck some
1: water into your mouth.
0: Yeah, so you breathe in a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> otherwise, the water is not going to come in. It's basic physics. <laughs> but you, ju- I see what you're saying, though. You close your throat. Yeah. And you just fill the, the mouth chamber. The mouth chamber. And occasionally you, I think you are probably going to get a little
1: bit of smoke that you inhale. Um, maybe that I, was why. I as you like smoke it, it, you're probably going to get more used to it. But I will say inhaling a little bit of uh, the idea with cigars and pipes in general, uh, but especially cigars because they're so harsh. Like that's a lot of smoke. That's pure yeah. tobacco. Right. Which is just pure glory. Yeah. <laughs> um, you don't want to inhale that because you will. You're gonna have a hard time, right? Yeah, a really hard time. Um, yeah. <laughs> Sorry for the folks who have ever inhaled a big old cigar drag. Yeah,
0: I mean, I've only seen like you know in movies where they look so freaking cool, where they're just like.
1: Phew. I mean, there are. Don't get me wrong. There's definitely people who inhale, and those people are probably Dead. gonna die of lung cancer yeah. if well, they haven't already. That's what I did, and it was not pleasant. Uh, yeah, and it hurts, right? It's painful. Um, yeah. So, yeah, you don't inhale those. Um, With a pipe, though, the thing with a pipe is a little bit different than a cigar because the pipes are all about the aroma. Mm -hmm. So cigars are about the aroma. They're also about the mouthfeel, the taste of the tobacco. So you do taste it? Yeah. Okay. Um, Because I was like, what's the the point? point. The pipe you also taste, but, again, it's more about the aroma. Right. So the whole idea is you're puffing on this pipe and you're blowing the smoke out and you're kind of – you are inhaling it a little bit through your nose.
0: Yeah, 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 but that's different than like swallowing it, I think. Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, I don't know if you're aware like, where the,
1: you know, the wind enters your body and it still goes down your throat.
0: But. Yeah, but have you ever like you know <laughs> drank soda through your nose? It's not pleasant. But I will it's say so different.
1: the pipe smoke is a lot cooler, right? And, okay, and literally cooler in temperature than the cigar smoke that you would be inhaling directly. Does that make sense? Yes. So pipes are about aroma, a little bit more. Um, um, there's a little bit more meditation involved with pipe smoking. Oh wow! You know what I mean? Uh, with Try cigars, to focus your chi. <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe in chi. Um, but yeah, man, they're so good. So I—that's well, awesome. Yeah, yeah,
0: I quite enjoy them. I feel like I learned something. We should smoke. We should practice a cigar sometime. Yeah, I'm dead. Right now it's seven thirty in the morning. What What better time puff, to puff. do it?
1: Uh, I don't think my wife would care to do that, you know, if I did it in the house. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, yeah, sometime I'll have to try it again because I was like, I don't really know how to do this. And it, and I did it wrong. Right. Wasn't And so. I was like, this is so dumb. <laughs> this is just the most unpleasant um, thing I've done this week. So I got into
1: cigar smoking like back when I was, this is going to sound horrible on my dad's part, but I was like 14, 15. Um, We used to take these trips up to Canada fishing, and a big thing up there was, like, you know, whiskey and then cigars. Oh, yeah. Right after the day of fishing, we'd be playing cards. Um, And I don't care who you are, like, a cigar smells amazing. I don't think I've ever met anybody who was like, that smells disgusting. Yeah. They're so good. Um, So, yeah, that was my first exposure, and then from there it was just like, here we are. Yeah. Uh, so I turned 18 The first thing I did When I turned 18 I went to the smoke shop And bought this big old huge box Of Marsh Wheeling cigars Marsh Wheeling um, Or Marsh Wheelers maybe um, One of the two Yeah I don't know That's what Clint Eastwood Like <laughs> chewed on In all oh, his old western heck movies yeah dude You know um, And that's, that's what so, they smoked up In Canada with That's so whatever. sick So um, that's what I bought And they're like They're fine for what they are But they're like a rough yeah, yeah Cigar yeah. They're not like a like a Macanudo or something, you know?
0: Yeah, they're better. not like a, they're not like a camel, you
1: know? Uh, okay, <laughs> we got some work to do. Anyways, um, so I'm in high school, right? Got my first big old box of cigars, and I had some of my buddies over there, all of whom have had cigars, all but one. And so he was asking the same sorts of questions as yeah. we were asking, right? How do I how do I smoke this? How do I inhale? You know, what do I do? And we're like, okay, don't inhale it. You're gonna have major regrets if you inhale this. Yeah. So we got like a big pizza. Yeah, we had soda, soda and cigars. Who were we? Delicious. 18 year old kids. (laughs) Um like doing the we're just hanging out in this old milk barn. So we lived in this old farm. It was like this defunct milk barn. Anyways, we're all in there, light up the cigars, and this particular friend lights it up, takes his first drag, inhales the whole thing. I mean, (laughs) lungs full. And no joke. You could see, well, after he had a coughing fit, yeah. you could literally see his face turn green. Yeah. And he fell over. Oh, my God. Like, he blacked out. That's like... And we caught him. <laughs> and we had to carry him to bed. That's like, I'm about to hold my
0: breath for three minutes, level inhale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: But he was out, man. He was like, whoa, I feel so... And we carried him to bed. Wow. And we were like, well,
0: jeez. Try again tomorrow. So, yeah, that was... Uh, Well, yeah, because I've always wanted to smoke cigars because it, mostly just because it looks so dope. (laughs) I mean, like, (laughs) I tell you what, it looks so cool. What I've told Morgan several times, uh,
1: especially watching like Mad Men or something, you know, a cool show that's based like back in the day. Yeah. um, Or old movies or whatever. I was like, man, if if smoking didn't kill you, I I would would totally do it. I would be smoking right now. They
0: look so cool. If it didn't make everything smell like death and it didn't, and it didn't kill weeks. you, yeah, yeah. Well, hey, that's really cool. I'm glad that you uh, got some great joy out of that this week, and you educated me. Well, bonus, sure.
1: Huh? Well, <laughs> maybe she got picked up on there. My daughter is awake and talking. So. Yes. Should
0: we go into the final word today?
1: Uh, yeah, I think we should. Uh, after a quick, a quick break, a quick
0: word from final our sponsors. sponsors. doesn't bring anyone any joy, gutters that are clogged to the brim with leaves and dirt, a nasty driveway that needs a good pressure washing, and a sidewalk neck deep in that fresh Utah powdered sugar. Guess what though? Everybody has these things sometimes. Luckily, a man exists whose sole purpose it is to rid your home of these fell problems. His name? Joseph Haller of VDMA Maintenance. Visit his website at www.vdmamaintenance.com and let Joseph decapitate this dragon for you. <laughs> okay, <laughs> we're back. We're back. Uh, today's final word comes from Daniel 4, and it is verses 34 through 37. And this is just a good word of hope to our current situation. This is the word of God. At the end of the days, I, Nebuchadnezzar, lifted my eyes to heaven, and my reason returned to me, and I blessed the most high and praised and honored him who lives forever, for his dominion is an everlasting dominion, and his kingdom endures from generation to generation. All the inhabitants of the earth are accounted as nothing, and he does according to his will among the most um, among the host of heaven. And among the inhabitants of the earth. And none can stay his hand or say to him, what have you done? At the same time, my reason returned to me. And for the glory of my kingdom, my majesty and splendor returned to me. My counselors and my lords sought me and I was established in my kingdom. And still more greatness was added to me. Now I, Nebuchadnezzar, praise and extol and honor the king of heaven. For all his works are right and his ways are just. And those who walk in pride, he is able to humble. That's uh that's the word of God.
1: Well, that's a good word. Um pretty applicable to today, I'll yeah. say.
0: Yeah, guys, thank you so much for joining us this week. Uh we really appreciate all of you constant listeners. Appreciate. 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 Go forth this week, crush serpents with a smile, laugh at the ridiculousness of the world and pity the non-believer. Hey guys, thank you so much. We'll see you next time.